My uh, brother went down in uh, California, flew into California, and he had another stroke. And uh, so he got the plane and everything just went wacky. So I had to jump out to California real quick to see about him. And, and, uh, and then, then, I, then we find out that he can't fly on airplanes anymore. So my brother lives in California now. So, you know, that was like, <laughs> I do so. You tell me, you just live here now? The weather was so nice, though. But I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you, you, you live here? And then I come back home to snow. But anyway, um, so, so we, we, we're, I'm dealing with that. And then my uncle passes away. And, uh, um, and that was a big blow to my family because my uncle, especially to me, because my uncle was there most of my youth going through junior high, high school. He was there for me. And, so it, it was a big loss to our family. So we thank you for all the prayers. Amen. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I got exhausted. I really did. But I, I feel good today. Everybody say amen. amen. So it, it's Easter, uh, Resurrection Sunday, or whatever you want to call it. And I was thinking, and you know, that's scary. Because actually, I wasn't, wasn't going to preach because I was like, um, I don't know if I can do it. Let's get somebody else. And then, then Vicky was like, uh, do you remember it's Easter? I was like, no, I didn't remember. <laughs> so I guess I better say something. So, so if we turn to Exodus really quick, let me show you something. Exodus chapter 12, verse 3. Now, um, God needs a payment for sin. And, and, and the payment for sin because man sinned, everybody say man. Amen. Now the world has trouble with that, and I had a conversation with somebody who was really struggling with that, and this is how I explained it. it, it it's a debt because it's like, why would God, he's being just as he is and, and, and being as loving and stuff as he is, why would he, ju why don't he just forgive it? Why, why would he claim, why would he proclaim that now we all have sinned, all of us are guilty, and, and, but we didn't do anything. Well, so why are we all guilty now? And I'm, and I, and I'm like, that's very good. Uh, I could beat that, but that's very good. And, and, and what I told him was, you got to think about it. When some wrong has really been done, somebody's got to pay for it. Amen. I mean, psychologically, sociology, some, somebody's got to pay for it. Think about this. Somebody really, really does you wrong. And this is what we do. We either do one or two things. We either... Make them pay by treating them bad, by cutting them out their, our, our lives, by, uh, by, by, by defaming their name. Everybody say amen. amen. By, by cutting them down to every chance you get to others. By, see, and, until you feel like the debt has paid or it begins to lessen and then you begin to stop. So that's making them pay. If you just say, well, I'll just forgive you, forget it. I'm just going to get over it and forgive you then you have to pay because that means every time you want to slander them, you don't. Mm -hmm. Every time you want to talk down to them, you don't. Every time you want to say something bad or you want to treat them bad, you don't. So that means that you are now paying. Mm -hmm. Somebody's got to pay. Think about this. If someone's guilty of a crime, a horrible crime to society, whether they uh, blew up a building or they you know, did something crazy, and then... They go to court and the judge goes, oh, he said he was sorry. Just let him go. Now, here it is. He killed people. So that means that now who's paying? The people's lives are discredited and they don't matter. Uh, society will pay because he's probably going to do it again. Mm -hmm. And then society is really going to pay because other people are going to see that and go, I can get away with that. Right. 
So society's going to pay or the person has to pay. Amen. There's no way around it. When it's been a penalty, when it's been something done wrong, somebody's got to pay. Mm -hmm. So here's God going, there's been wrong done and someone has to pay for it. And then we go, well, I'm, but I didn't have anything to do with it. That was Adam's fault. I always think when I get to heaven, every, the, Adam, the, the waiting to talk to Adam line is going to be really long. Because people are going to be like, Adam, why did you sell us out, man? You made, you made all of us have to go through this stuff now. Mm -hmm. But it's like, think about it. God says, well, because of what Adam did, now everyone is born in sin. Mm -hmm. Everyone is guilty. Mm -hmm. You guys see that? In the book of Exodus, auntie, mm -hmm. God has given instructions for the Passover. This is very interesting. Come on. Tell the whole community of Israel. What's the whole? That's everybody, right? Come on. That on the 10th day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. On the 10th day, take a lamb for his household. Next. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbor. It says if, any, if, the, if the lamb, if, you're, if it's only three of you, then you need to get a lamb and you need to share it with your neighbor. Everybody remember share. Come on. Having taken into account the number of people there are, you are to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what. And then you have to eats. decide based on the lamb who's greedy and who's not, right? When we get pizza, you know how much Julian gonna knock down. <laughs> so you know you gotta you gotta really measure that out. You know who the hungry ones in your family are. Everybody say amen. Come on. The animals you choose must be year-old males without defect. And you now, they must be year-old males, and they have to be perfect. Everybody see that? Mm -hmm. Share perfect. Next verse. And you may take them from the sheep or the goats. Okay. Take care of them until the 14th day of the month. And it says to take care of them until the 14th day of the month. Come on. When all the members of the community of Israel must slaughter them at 29. And then you got to slaughter them. Share Everybody say share. Share. Then it has to be perfect. Everybody say perfect. Perfect. And then you have to slaughter. slaughter. All right, come on. Then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the house. And then you take the, the blood layers. and you put it around your door frames, around your whole door. You put it there. Now drop down to verse 12, and this is why. On, this, on that same night, Auntie, I will pass through Egypt, and I'm killing everybody's firstborn. Mm -hmm. Yours and the Egyptians. Yes. See, we always think that God was just coming for the Egyptians. No, Auntie, read this for me. On the same night I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals, and I will bring judgment on he all says, the gods of I have now, I am now bringing this temporal judgment. My first judgment is coming. And my, ju my judgment is coming with this. I want everybody's firstborn. Everybody's firstborn is dead. Yours too. Meaning, the only thing that can save you from my judgment is a lamb. I mean, think about it. Lambs are just so meek and they're so fluffy and they're so cute and they, and they can't fight you off. You just grab it and, <laughs> and cut it. And <laughs> it's done. The lamb's toasted. I mean, you're trying to tell me that this, this guy who was getting ready to move through Egypt, which was the most powerful country in the world at that time, and, and had the most powerful armies and everything. He was just going to float through there like it was nothing. And the only thing that could save you is not your money, not your good behavior. Mm -hmm. Only a lamb. Yes. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm judging that. And see, so we always think, yeah, Lord, he's going to get them Egyptians. No, he's saying everybody. 
My judgment falls on everyone. Yeah. God's going to pronounce judgment on everyone. And I know it's not your fault. But it is your fault if you don't take the, the get out of jail free card. Yes. So, so it's not your fault, but it is your fault if you stay in the, hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So here he is. I'm coming through Egypt. I'm killing everybody. Your firstborn, their firstborn. I know they, they're doing you wrong and you're the ones that's oppressed. But I'm killing your firstborn too if I don't see the blood. Yes. That's kind of scary. Wait a minute, God. I'm on your team. Not if I don't see the blood. Mm-hmm. Verse 13. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you now, when I I'm strike Now, I'm coming Egypt. to your house. Yes. <laughs> Death is coming to your house. But when I see the blood, I'll pass yes. over. So that makes sense. When Jesus was had the, 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 uh, uh, when he was doing communion with the disciples, they were celebrating the Passover. And so that's why you had the bread, because you had to have unleavened bread. And that's why you had to have wine. You had a certain amount of wine and you had to have herbs. Right. And so Jesus broke the bread and he poured the wine, but he didn't have the most important part was the lamb. Because he was the lamb. Yes. yes so he said, now, this is my I am about to be broken and slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Yes. For your behalf. So I got the wine. I got the bread. And I know the disciples were like, where's the lamb? I'm the lamb. Amen. I'm getting ready to be slaughtered because God desires blood. And if he doesn't see blood, I don't care how good you are. I, I would love to just, but people would probably think I'm crazy. I would love to go door to door and go, are you going to heaven? And they'll get, be like, get off my porch, you religious freak, Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Not Jehovah's Witness, I was just asking a question. And, and, and most of them are going to say, well, yeah. Why? Because I don't do that bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I mean, I can't see a just God sending me to hell when, 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 when I don't really steal. I only lie sometimes. I, you know, I, I, I stole something when I was 12, but I haven't stolen nothing since, you know. And <laughs> you know how people think. Mm-hmm. We all think that. Christians still think that. Oh, I'm not that bad that you're going to send me to hell. I mean... He says, I'm coming to your house and the Egyptian's house. Mm -hmm. And if I don't see the blood, they're dead. Yes. So, so much for that, you know, I could be a good person going to heaven stuff. That's why your family members aren't getting it. Because you're doing the right stuff. You're telling them what kind of life you have, and that's the right thing to do. But this is what happened to me August 3rd, 1983, at about probably, um, probably about 7.30, 8 o'clock mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. What happened to me, I was sitting in this silly tent in the middle of some silly church and, and parking lot, and I went, I am a sinner. I'm a sinner? Now, I knew I was a sinner because I sinned really good. But, I mean, the reality of sin hit me, and I went, man, even if I turn my life around and stop sinning so much, I'm still not going to be qualified for heaven without the lamb. Right, right, right. So today we're celebrating the resurrection of this lamb that was slaughtered. 
You guys following me now? Uh-huh. And so therefore, I'm thinking, man, um, I am, uh, I, man, I'm a sinner, and, and, and I don't want to go to hell, but I thought you went to, didn't go to hell because you didn't do that many bad things. No, because he says, I'm coming to your house mm-hmm. and the Egyptians' houses, and the only thing that's going to save you is just this little lamb. If I see the blood, I will pass over. Yes. That's why we celebrate the Passover. Yes, yes. Go to Hebrews chapter 5 really quick. Hebrews 5 verse 7. Auntie. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save now, him Now this is death. Jesus who actually happened to be God. Everybody say amen. amen. The son of God, right? He was the son of man and the son of God at the same time. Mm-hmm. Here he is. It says, during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered prayers, petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death, which was God. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, I always go, Jesus was perfect, but I'm like, Jesus, you kind of cheated. Don't hit me. <laughs> because you were kind of God. And Jesus is like, yeah, but I functioned down here like you. I did the same thing. My, the reason why I was perfect is because I was born not of sin because God was my father and the seed of sin never got to me because the only seed comes from the man. So because my father in heaven was with Mary, got Mary, put, 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 put me inside Mary. I don't know how he did it. He shrank me down to an embryo, put me inside Mary. I was still born. I still had to be raised for 33 years and, and, and I still walked the earth just like you. I had to go to the bathroom. I got hungry. I had to get sleep. I wanted to slap people. Uh, same problems you had. I came from a mixed family. Mm-hmm. My friends deserted me. People talked about me. Hallelujah, yeah. somebody. Yes. So I functioned down here just like you. But see, here's the thing. I was praying. I was giving petitions. I was crying out to the Lord. Everybody say amen. Yes. And I was heard because I submitted to him. Yes, yes. Meaning, I realize that you're in charge of my life. That is so not today. Everyone's in charge of their own lives. And, and we're even taught that on commercials. Do you. Mm-hmm. Be how you want to be. Somebody comes walking in with a piece of hair sticking this way that's green, and this hair back here is pulled that way and it's orange, and then they got a beard down here and it's purple. And they go, hey, that's just me. You just look stupid. I mean, I mean, I know you say you're expressing yourself, and I'm all about that, but really? Just do you, huh? Try to go get a job. Looking like that. I'm, I'm sorry. Everybody say amen. Amen. We see the, man, we see some amazing. Go to Walmart at night. Oh, I love Walmart at night. I love it. I, 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 if I just need some milk, I'll go to Walmart just to watch the people. Like, that, is, that is amazing right there. You just got up in your pajamas and came, huh? Do you realize your gut is sticking out really big? I mean, I just love Walmart at night. You see, oh, it's entertaining. Because people just do them. We're taught to do us. And America said we have the pursuit of happiness at all costs. And everybody just needs to be who they are. But see, God goes, Jesus goes, see, I was submitted to something else. I was, I was, see, that's why people don't get up on Sundays. They don't go to church. They don't care. 
And God is saying, man, I'm, but you're going to want me to save you. Uh-huh. And then when something goes wrong, what do you do? You go to ask the ones who know me to pray for you because you know you can't really pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so quiet. Oh, you listening? Okay, Kimberly. Next verse. Son, though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. So though he was the son, auntie, he learned obedience from what he suffered. Mm-hmm. Though, yes, he was the son of God, and yes, he, he kind of cheated. But it's like not really because I was functioning just like you. I learned to be obedient from all the stuff that I went through. Yes. I know you going, you went through a lot. I've been through a whole lot. And, 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 but man, I've learned my obedience through what I've been going through. Because Lord, no matter what, I'm still going to praise you. Know? My brother no longer lives by me anymore. He's gone. Me and my brother are airtight. And now, I can't, now we got to talk on the phone. Uh, or Zoom or I got to fly out there because he can't even come see me. I mean, then Lord, my uncle passed away. Are you serious? You know what he meant to me. But yet and still. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you for who you are to me. The way of a transgressor is hard. This this ain't hard. That's right. On to the next verse. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation. Now remember, Auntie, it said that the lamb had to be perfect. And once Jesus was made perfect, he was made perfect through what? His submission, his obedience, his crying out to the Lord. Everybody say amen. He was made perfect. Now he becomes the source of eternal salvation for all of us who obey him. There's no way around it. Jesus is always the elephant in the room. I was talking to somebody Muslim the other day, had a great conversation, and they were giving me all these, they thought Jesus was an amazing guy. But I go, man, is Elijah Muhammad, is he dead? Well, yeah, he's dead. Jesus isn't. Amen. He's the only one that died and then rose again. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that's still alive. He, he's the only one who got up out the grave. All them other ones, Confucius, go down the list of all those other religions. And, they, and, they, and the elephant in the room is all, see, you can't base it on what kind of people they are. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? This Muslim person, person I like them better than most Christians. Amen. They, don't, they, they raise their family right. They're peaceful. They're not all cla- crashing planes in the buildings. Amen. They're not all hollering GI, shooting guns in the air. They're, they're re- most of them, the real, the real Muslim people mm-hmm. are actually good people. Mm-hmm. But... The elephant, I ain't talking about the extremists. The elephant in the room is always Jesus. Mm-hmm. Can't get around him. Can't get around him. Who was he? Yeah. He was the only man on earth who proclaimed to be God yeah. and the only one who got out the earth, out the, out the grave, where the rest of them never, they just claimed to know the way to God. Right. Mm-hmm. And when they died, they were just dead. Yeah. Right, right. So we're celebrating Easter, this perfect person resurrected. And now because of that, he is the source. Why? Because he paid your penalty. Yes, thank you. Because now you have blood over your doorpost of your heart. And when the death angel comes and when judgment comes, and it will, God will do what? He will pass you over. He will say you are okay. Not because of that you did everything right. Right. 
not because the police aren't looking for you, not because you didn't steal anything yesterday or you didn't cuss anybody out on the way here. It's because the blood, the blood, the blood. of the last lamb we have to slay has been shed. Yes. So all who obey him, hallelujah somebody, hallelujah. Yes. Auntie, go to 1 Peter really quick. 1 Peter chapter 2 and 9. Auntie, it says, but you are a chosen people. You. Mm -hmm. Auntie, go. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, mm -hmm. God's special possession. You are God's special possessions, man. All of you are possessions of his. See, because when you come to the Lord, you actually surrender your life. That's why the Bible says, I am a living sacrifice. I'm no longer now live just for me. I live for this God who has saved me. And now because he saved me, he has a right to own me. Mm -hmm. He bought me, purchased me. Jesus actually purchased my penalty. So now I belong to you. So now it's not just what I want to do. I got to ask you, what do you want to do first? So now you have paid the penalty, so therefore you own me. So, but here's the good benefit of it. I'm a chosen person. I'm royal priesthood. I'm yes. part of the holy nation of hallelujah somebody. Yes. I'm a special possession for all of you who think you're nothing. You better stop saying that because God is saying, you're my special possession. Yes. I purchased you. I don't buy junk. All right, all right. It says that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into the wonderful light. He didn't save you so you just won't go to hell. He saved you so you can share. Yeah. Remember, it's got to be perfect. You got to share. Mm -hmm. He said the lamb is too much for your household, just you. You got to share it. And then I'm thinking, you know why the world is out uh, uh, golfing and walking dogs and jogging? Because the church is ineffective. So we true. don't share it for crap. We don't, we don't even know how to share it. All right. Either one of the two things that happen, and I always say, either we live in double lives, or we don't know what we're doing, or we're ashamed. Right. And my thing is, it's like, man, why, are so, why is the world getting worse, so worse? Well, because God said it would. But another reason why is because the church is not effective. That's right. Amen. We're too busy doing church and... We're too busy, you know, oh, we don't want to hang out with those people. And we're too busy, oh, them sinners and all oh, those non-godly people. It's like, he says, I have chosen you, you're a special possession, so you can declare, so you can share who I am. Amen. Because I'm bringing judgment, and if they don't have blood, I'm killing them. God, fluffy God sitting on the cloud who just loves everybody, yes. If I don't see blood when I come back, they're dead. Amen. That's what he said. Nah, but see, this stuff don't pack churches because they want to hear, oh, yeah, Jesus, just, he's, he just loves everybody. He does. And God just loves everybody. He would never purposely hurt anybody. He won't. But my thing is he can't go back on his word. And he says that, man, listen, listen, Israelites, if I don't see blood, I'm killing your firstborn. Mm -hmm. And there won't be no hey, we're on your team. No, you're dead. Your firstborn is out of there. If I don't see the lamb's blood. Yes. God? Yeah. But because of his love, he says, I'm going to send the best thing. 
I don't want you to pay. I'm going to see, because somebody's got to pay. I'm going to pay. You think, it, you think it was good for God to sit, sit there and look at Jesus until he couldn't look at him no more because he had so much sin upon him on the cross? You think it was easy for the angels to sit in heaven and watch Jesus be tortured like that when they know they could protect him? You think it was easy when God said, nope, let him suffer? The Bible says he was, he was glad that he suffered. See, God made himself pay so you wouldn't pay. Yes. Because <laughs> somebody's paying. Somebody's out of here. Somebody's got to take this pain. And God says, I love you so much, I'll pay it. I, you think if I had to put Julia to death for all of you? Good luck. And not only that, I had to stand there and watch it for you. <laughs> Somebody's paying the debt. Yes. But all along, God knew that he would be right. He would rise again. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. You all right? Mm -hmm. yep. Isaiah 53. So we realize that it had to be perfect and it had to be shared. This is deep. Isaiah 53, 3. He was despised and rejected by mankind. Everybody see that? Mm -hmm. Now, this is Isaiah talking about Jesus who wasn't here yet. Come on. A man of suffering and familiar with pain, mm -hmm. like one from whom people hide their faces. He was despised and we held him in low esteem. Man, they just treated Jesus like he was nothing. Isaiah is now in a, in a spiritual vision and he's, he's projecting Jesus in the future. And he says, man, they didn't even like him. He came to save them and they despised him. They, they turned away from him. They, 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 they looked at away from him in disgust. Next verse. Surely he took up our pain and, and bore he's going, our suffering. But surely he took our pain and he bore our sufferings. Yet we considered him just punished by God and afflicted. No, it was not. It was not just because God is mean. Amen. That's right. It's actually because God is so gracious. Yes, amen. And he's saying, look, I'm going to have to kill my son. Yeah. Remember when Abraham took Isaac? Yes. God said, I'm going to have to take Jesus. I'm going to have to. There was no ram in the bush, though. Right. He's slain. Oh, better yet, slaughtered. Because he wasn't just slain. He was slaughtered. Yes, he was. They ripped him apart with shreds, with cords, with razors in it. So you couldn't even recognize him anymore. They, they put thorns on his head, pressed it down. So you ever been stuck with a, a pricky thing in your yard? It hurts. Imagine that on your head, smashed down on your head. They took a spear, they stuck it in the side. They nailed him to some wood. He was slaughtered. Yes, he was. Auntie, come on. But he was pierced for our transgressions, and he was crushed for our iniquities. Huh? The punishment that brought us peace was on him. Now, the punishment that brought us peace was on him. By all his wounds, that's how we get healed. Yes. Are you trying to tell me that if I can go to heaven by being good, then why would Jesus have to do that? Right, right. Well, it's because you can't go to heaven by being good. And if you're good or not, when God comes and he doesn't see blood, you're out of here. 
Now, actually, you, that actually should give you all this, this, this sigh of relief because none of us will ever be good enough. Right, right, right. I mean, actually, I'm going to thank you, God, because if it's up to me, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going because Katie's brain just gets off, and sometimes I just, oh, and there's days when I just go, I don't have it today. There, there's days when my faith gets shaken. There's days when I hate humanity. There's days when I just want to slap somebody. There's days when I want to slap myself. <laughs> there, there's, there's days when I don't like my children. There's days when I don't like nobody. Around. Uh, there's days, Courtney, yeah. There, there's days when I just can't figure things out. There's, see, if I had to get through with my own merit, I, I'm not going to make it. And while you're sitting there judging me, you ain't going to make it either. Say that. Say that. None of you going to make it. Because all the stuff I just said, you all do it tough. Right. So we all, so it's not to scare us. It should be a oh, breath of fresh air. Because if I had to do it under my own power, it's a wrap. I'm not going. Check me off the list. I might as well go rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to sin, it's going to cost my life. I'm doing it big, man. <laughs> I ain't going to be wasting my time with this little stuff. I'm going to get some money. Yeah. <laughs> Next verse. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. See, it says we all like sheep have, even the best of us, we've gone astray. Each has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him all that iniquity on his back so you won't have to pay for it. What is Easter? Easter is, God, is Jesus resurrected from paying the price. Yes. For all this stuff, that, oh, everything that should fall on us, it doesn't because now we have the blood. Yes. So invisibly, if I go to your house or if I go look into your heart, there's blood around it. Amen. Yes. And so that means that when judgment comes, and it will come again, but this judgment will be the final judgment. Mm -hmm. You will be saved Amen. by the blood. By the blood. Because why? It was all laid on him. The iniquity of all of us was laid on him. Next verse. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. And you know what? Jesus said to himself, if I wanted to stop all this, I could. I could just say, no, I don't want to do it. And angels would come down and stop all of this. He just mm -hmm. didn't open his mouth. He just let himself, gave himself for us. Hallelujah, somebody. Come on. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. Yes. It had to be. Shared, perfect, slaughtered. Mm -hmm. Jesus was all of that. All that. He shared himself, and we should share him. He was perfect, and man, he wasn't killed. He was slaughtered. Slaughter means you're just helplessly taking the punishment. Slaughter means you're just at the mercy of whoever has you and whatever they want to do. That's what they did. They didn't just kill him. Killing would have been shooting him with an arrow through his heart or cutting his head off like they did John the Baptist. He was literally slaughtered. Yes, he was. Pretty much butchered. Hallelujah. Yeah. But he didn't open his mouth. And as a sheep before his share is, is silent, so he did not open his mouth. He just stayed there and he just let them beat him with cords and Rip his body all up. Yes. He didn't say a word. He just 
all he's thinking the whole time is I'm doing this for the people. I'm doing this for the people. I'm, I have to be this lamb. I told the disciples that drink from the cup and eat the bread and I'll be the lamb so that God's penalty will pass over you. Yes. So when Jesus decides to come back and God unleashes his penalty on the earth, which I believe is really going to be soon, I really don't think my son's going to be an old man. Amen. The world is just going too bad. When that penalty comes, it, man, I mean, the only thing that's going to save you is the blood. The blood. Drop down to verse 11. I'm almost done. After, and after he has suffered, he will see the light of life and be satisfied. Now, his, after he has suffered, he will see the light of life. And he will be satisfied by his knowledge. Hallelujah. My, righteousness, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquity. See? Yes. After suffering, he will see the light. He will be satisfied with that whole experience. Because, you know why? Because the Lord says this, my servant who always does what is right will make his people right with me. He will take away all their sin. He says, listen, he, I need blood. I, somebody's got to pay. And after he suffered, he'll go, oh, that was, that was tough, but I did it for everybody. Now all of you, all of you, whosoever will. Last verse, verse 12. Therefore, I will give him a portion among the great, mm -hmm. and he will divide the spoils with the strong, mm -hmm. because he's poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. In English, it says, for this reason, I would treat him as one of my great people. I would give him the rewards of one who has won this great battle. He would share them with, the, with, with his powerful ones. I would do this because he gave his life for the people. He was considered a criminal. But the truth is, he carried away their sins, uh, sins of many. Now he will stand before me and speak for those who have sinned. So now, when Jesus died, where did he go? He went to the right hand of the Father. Jesus isn't dead. No. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father doing what? Constantly reminding God that he has covered our sin. Yes, yes. See, we got to think about something. God himself. See, that's why I love the Old Testament, because it gets us to see the personality of God. Mm. Let me tell you something about God. He's a rough customer, man. <laughs> he's, he's literally like that, oh, wait till your father gets home. <laughs> see, God, God is like Moses. Don't you come walking up to me with your shoes on. See, God is like, what? You don't want to obey me? Uh, Joshua, I want you to kill everyone. Mm -hmm. Oh, and by the way, kill all their pets too while you're at it. God is like, listen, you're going to go take the land and I want everybody slaughtered. God is like, don't you touch that. If you touch that and you're not right, you're going to be dead. See, God is like, and it's not because he's mean, it's because he's holy. Yes. God is so, he's so one. Holy means to be one. He's so oneness. He so doesn't need us. He's so greater than we think he is. 
that just got himself, if he ripped off this roof and put his foot down in here, we'll probably all be dead. Do you realize when you get to heaven, there will be daylight, but there will be no sun? Uh-huh. Because God's glory will be the only light that we need. See, see, Isaiah walked into the temple and Isaiah was an upright guy. And he goes, man, I am so, oh my God, I'm toasted. I'm nothing compared to this. Yes. God, I know you think God is great, but he's way greater than that. Yes. And it's, he's not a mean guy. He's a holy guy. So when you come walking into a holy guy in your filthiness, it's, it will cause you death. That's right. The Old Testament gives us a, a, a bird's eye view of the kind of, what kind of God are we serving here? I, I was watching Ten Commandments last night. I think that's a law. You got to watch Ten Commandments at Easter time. And I love Ramses. Actually, I love the bad guy. Because <laughs> he has style. You know, he has the gold yeah, and yeah, gold yeah. sandals and let it be written, let it be done. I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, and so, so here's, here, here, here it is. They, they get out of Egypt. Pharaoh changed his mind, and they're chasing him. They get him trapped by the Red Sea. God causes a pillar of fire to stop them from coming. And by the way, he parts the, the Red Sea. He opens up the sea. They walk across the bottom of the sea. They get to the other side. He closes it back on the Egyptians, and they still built a calf. Mm, yes, they did. Still built the calf on the other side. And I want to judge them so bad and go, how did they do that? Why would they do Why would they walk across dry land pretty much, get to the other side, watch God close them back, save their lives, and then build a calf? And some of you sitting there going, oh, okay, that's Cecil B. the Mills, that's television. See, God's more than you think he is. Mm-hmm. And so on the other side, they built the calf. They still, they still saw themselves that we need a God we can see. Moses comes down. God says, look, Moses, I'm, you know what? I'm done. You better go down. I'm about to kill most of them. Moses goes down. Moses gets mad. He breaks the tablets. The earth begins to open, sucks in a lot of them, because all of them were not that, like that. The majority of them were. And then you think God is one to be played with? Not at all. You think, so, you think God is someone you should be flirting with? You, you think God is someone you should kind of like? If God decided you wouldn't wake up today, you wouldn't wake up today. That's right. That's right. My brother stepped off that plane and everything went haywire. Again. And God's like, no, he ain't going to go anywhere. Just get there. I'll get him. I got him to where I wanted him to be. And I will continue to use him. Does, does life keep coming? Yes, life's going to keep coming. But the only better, better part is, at least life is coming. I got God in my pocket. Right, right. Imagine life coming and you don't have God in your pocket. And some people will say, no, me and God are, okay, I, do, I don't have to go to church and all that, but I like God. Good luck with that. Amen. Good luck with that. Because faith comes by. Hearing. And if you're not hearing anything, then what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? You're basing it on your own thoughts of what you believe God is and how you think he is. And good luck with that. See, it says you're still functioning on your own. You're trusting God on your own understanding. See, that's how you need to begin to teach people who don't believe. And they're so hard-headed, and they won't get it. I know you've been talking to your brother. I know you've been talking to your mom, your father, your sister. But my thing is you've got to give them the gospel. 
Yes. And the gospel is this. You're a dead man. Yep. I'm not saying I'm better than you because I go to church. I'm not saying I'm better than you because I serve God. No, I'm a dead man too. Only thing that's saving me is the lamb. It's, the lamb is the only thing that saves the most destructive power that will, earth will ever see. Yes. Come on, huh? I got to get people to brunch or wherever. <laughs> wherever they go. <laughs> COVID, all dressed up, nowhere to go, you know what I mean? <laughs> So my brother laid up, he's, he's, he was talking to him, he says, man, how did the funeral go? I'm like, it went great. I mean, the family was good. I mean, Auntie Cheryl was a rock. Mom was solid. As Cal got up and did his thing. Auntie got up and did her thing. It's great. It was, you know why? Because we got faith, man. But here it is, he's laying up in his bed. Can't even really get up on his own. He's going, man, how's the family? Good, dude. How's the weather? It wasn't a cloud in the sky in California. I was like, this is nice. Life keeps coming. Faith keeps growing. And I've learned to trust God through my afflictions. But I end with this. When God's deaf angel passed through Egypt, that was the preliminary judgment. The real judgment is still coming. That's right. And when that judgment comes, you got blood? You'll never have blood sitting at home every Sunday. You, you'll never have blood by, you know, with your own thoughts of what you think God is and how you think God functions. You will never have blood that way. Do you have blood? Do you really have blood? Is the blood really covering you, or, or is your own thoughts about God is the one you're thinking about? I mean, I, I know I'm talking to a, a, a preacher to the choir right now, so to speak, but maybe I'm trying to get you to get others. See, because it's got to be perfect, it's got to be shared, and it had to be slaughtered. So you have to remind them that though you are not perfect, Jesus was perfect, so he was able to be shared. I'm going to share this gospel with you. And, and the gospel is simply this. He was slaughtered on your behalf. Yeah. That's the gospel in a nutshell. He, it was, he was perfect, shared, slaughtered. I'm not good enough to go to heaven. No, I'm not good enough. Thank God I don't have to be. Thank you, Lord. Because the resurrected one, the only man who claimed not just to be, know the way to God, but be the way and be God, got up out of the grave. When all these other gods and all these other leaders of religious thoughts, they're just dead. And none of them never proclaimed that they would die for you. I think that's true love when someone dies for you. Amen. How can you believe any other kind of faith? I mean, psychologically and intellectually, how can you form your thoughts to think I should be trusted in something else when I'm not dying for no founder, I'm not living for no founder who didn't do anything for me. 
Right. He did something for me. He died for me. Confucius didn't die for you. Muhammad didn't die for you. Buddha didn't die for you. Jesus is the only one who did that. Amen. But thank God he was able to resurrect. Yes. So that means that Satan no longer has control over the heaven and hell. Hallelujah, somebody. So, Lord, we give you glory and praise, and we thank you, O oh God, for the resurrection of your son. And we thank you for that resurrection caused something to happen. It caused us to be covered by the blood. Hallelujah. And it means that one day we might see death, but when we do, we will resurrect. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we don't know what the future holds. Lord, we know this world is hurling down in a dark hole, but through it all, we will continue to be light. I pray for every believer here today, Lord, that they will understand the simple true fact that the Lamb has covered them with his blood. So, Lord, we ask and pray that believers everywhere will be able to share this Lamb to their family, to their friends, to their co-workers, to their neighbors. Because we know you are to come soon, and we pray all those things in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.